Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make it move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make it bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit down, boot, shuffle your boom. Jenny is a boo-boo. I got a boo-boo. On her knee-knee. On my knee-knee. I finally got my knee surgery, girlies. Thank you to everyone who slid into my DMs, wishing me good luck and wishing me to get better. I was actually mad. I was done within an hour. It was so, so bizarre. Weird. I literally went in and I, I, the last text I sent was at like half seven and then I was back in my bed from the recovery room at like half eight. So what was it like going under? Stunning. I would do that every week if I could. I or was, were you thinking like... What? Give us the the full experience. The rundown. So the full experience was I went in and I was kind of nervous and then but they're they were very good at like calming you and all the rest. You know, the nurse comes yeah. in and the nurse is like telling you all this shit and they run through everything so quick that you're like, Do I have to remember this? But you don't. They're just like telling you shit. They're just like, and then this will happen and that will happen and you're like, ah. and then the anesthetic nurse came in to me and he was like, Okay, come this way. But I didn't know I was like going to the actual like room to get like fucking prepped so I was like oh, following him and he was like asking me what happened to my knee and all that kind of stuff and it's always such an I'm like it's really weird it didn't I didn't actually fall I was just sitting in Lindsay's room and moved my leg and it locked but um then uh he like lies you down they put this like hair net over you and you feel like kind of like a big baby because <laughs> you're just like so like vulnerable. being coddled yeah you are you're just like and they just put this blankie over you <laughs> and then which was triggering uh, well not really but he put like a strap around my arm and then you have to like pulsate your hands so that they can get the vein oh. so it's like full on like heroin. very courtney love very courtney look you can see the bruise lens oh bruise? my god That's track right. mark track mark um so then he was literally doing the slapping of my no vein way. and i was like oh my god and then he was Ugh. like that was the worst bit then he was like you're gonna feel a pinch and i was like Ugh. and he just like makes you breathe like getting a piercing and they just put this needle in your hand that stays there and that was gross because then they like tape it down and then like anytime you move it kind of hurts you know that way because that's where the anesthetic goes in okay and they he puts it on your chest and then he put all these stickers on my chest i still have marks fuck track marks track everywhere. marks ever my god and um then uh then the the doctor comes in and you feel like a real baby then because he was like touching my head being like don't worry and i'm like okay doctor <laughs> he must have got a nice doctor he's so nice ray Moran would highly recommend he's one of the best Shout in the biz. Out ray ray best in the biz for knee surgery does all the rugby lads oh um, sure he has a few <laughs> gossipy little bits oh, up his Devo. doctor's cloak <laughs> Up his sterilized sleep. <laughs> um, and he came in, he was very nice. And then um, he's kind of like, Pew! he's like, so we'll be in and out of here, gonna clean up all that. Cartilage. Could a rugby lad lingo. Yeah, kind of. Rubbed like, off him. Yeah, yeah, sure. How could it not? 
locker room talk. He's been in the business. Disgusting. <laughs> Go on. Little did he know it's right up our alley. Yeah. And then the. We welcome it. And then, okay, so this is then the crazy thing. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. And maybe someone knows her, but there is another Jenny Claffey in Dublin who always pops her head up. So like, random. In my life. Did this happen when you. How did you become aware of this girl because I remember there was a phase in Facebook where everyone started adding people with their first and second name well this was Bebo so in Bebo in right 2006 7 maybe Mm -hmm. I got a comment on my Bebo wall I think it was called saying lol same name and this was from a girl whose name was Jenny Claffey and turns out she's like a pro tennis player she's from Blackrock she's blonde so I'm always like whoa it's like the alternative Jenny Claffey like well not alternative no offence uh, <laughs> she's like blonde south side you know what I mean she was a tennis player I was a swimmer whoa and whenever like I would like google my results in swimming she would come up because you'd put in like Jenny Claffey Leinster Championships and it'd be the fucking tennis Leinster Championships and I was like okay. fuck's sake and so that was the first time and she'd added me on Bebo and then years later when I was going on my J1 um, I was like going in to collect my plane tickets and the woman behind the counter was like, yeah, okay. So there's a balance of 400 euro on your account there to pay off, Jenny. And I was like, <laughs> no, I've already paid for mine. There's no fucking 400 euro balance on my tickets. And this was going on for ages and she, we were trying to figure it out. And she goes, no, no, look, Jenny Claffey, uh, two-way Dublin to San Diego. And I was like, I'm not going to San Diego. I'm going to New York. And then she was like, blah, 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 your dress, Black Rock. And I was like, nope that's the other Jenny fucking Claffy. so I nearly got her J1 tickets that's so crazy last year I got texted about a package that she was getting I still don't know how that happened that's really weird yeah I remember that it was like your package to Blackrock is delivering this week sports equipment I was like no she's such a sporty girl so sporty so anyway I had the needle in my hand and like um the anesthesiologist comes in and like apparently there's a few ways they some some of them kind of talk you through it or they tell you to count back from 10 mm-hmm. or this guy was just a chatterbox he was just a chatty guy <laughs> okay so he just a chat 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 he just to came get sleep sleep yeah he came in he was like hey Jenny has gone and I was like hi and then he was like love the nail polish is that for the rugby because it's like luminous green and I was just like yeah because <laughs> I was just like I didn't want to be no I actually just prefer neon more nail fashion let's think back to Rihanna VMAs <laughs> when she did that neon green moment and I know it's not it's more summer but I say fuck it. I know it's October, but I'm doing. I know a it's neon doom and moment. gloomy weather. I don't need a doom and gloomy nail. Exactly. Um. So he, I said, yeah, and then he was like, Claffy, Jenny Claffy. Um. He's like, do you have any relations out in Black Rock? And I was like, no, but I know there's another Jenny Claffy out there. And then he like injected me with a sedative. So they give you a sedative first, and that is like that was when I was like, this is what it is to be a heroin addict like this is the feeling was that your drug of choice what do you think it was no but it's because it's intravenous so it hits mm. you instantly it just goes into your blood and like your whole body is just like whew. it's like this wash of like I'm so relaxed but it only lasts like two seconds because then they give you the anesthetic um, or whatever puts you asleep and then he was like he said that about J- Jenny Glaffey and then he goes uh, and she used I just remember him like looking at me and having this needle in my hand and going and she actually went pro and then went <laughs> and then I went completely blacked out fuck you Jenny and I think I kind of said like hey just swimmer <laughs> I'm pro swimmer I'm pro swimmer and then I woke up and there was I'm a- pro podcast <laughs> I'm a podcast and then uh, and then it's mad because I was really freaked out at the thought of anesthetic because I was like oh I hate that like 
I'm being put asleep and then I'm just going to wake up and it's like I'm not aware it's not like sleeping where you're like I'm going to sleep and I'm waking up it's, it's like daunting, huh? it's just weird but it's stunning it's honestly and it's so nice you wake up you're all confused you're like a big baby and it's again. done that's the best thing about yeah it. but then to... they do start screaming at you. like what's the pain out of 10 and I was trying to be humble I was like a five I was so sore I was like five it's grand <laughs> oh my goodness should have said 10 got a better painkiller yeah hon that's the why. rule I have this new um, weird internet internet flex Mm. Um, I was randomly on It Gal's YouTube putting okay. up our fabulous new vin- video oh. or assumptions video amazing and, um, video by the way because obviously we have our own like I have my own YouTube you have your own and yes. then we have It Gal's. so it's all random kind of recommendations that come up <laughs> yeah. and I saw one in the corner which was the title in caps I am a heron addict and I was like okay oh, clicking yeah. that shit that is your shit oh that's my ish and um, yeah then I just kept on typing in I am a heron addict into my YouTube oh, search my and you'd just be getting a few this. people being like like there was this really interesting one it's got like 2 million views it's this girl and um, she is like an animal YouTuber oh. she has like 12 bloody animals in her house like reptiles <laughs> lizards cats any more than 2 by the oh, way it's a lot and um she is like on an emo vibe and she met this guy who's this singer 10 years older than her and she just like basically it's the same title I'm a heroin addict and she goes in great detail about her relationship with mm-hmm. him how she used to use coke and was never addicted to it but then she realized that that's because it wasn't her drug of choice so he got her on the H he got her on the H yeah and all the comments Fucked. were like, I stopped following you because I saw where this was going. I was like, oh, well, like <gasps> that video. still doing heroin well, all on the YouTube. Animals. And animals. YouTube, though. God, you have to be very productive to be doing YouTube. We struggle one a week. I know. We're not on the H. But anyway, I mean, it was stunning. And I would, James Kevin actually voiced me, voiced me after it being like, isn't anesthetic stunning? And was that was, when he went under for his eye? He's been under a few times. He was like, I'm lucky enough to have gone under he's a V accident prone. Oh, he is. I mean, he's Bloody always climbing hell. up, scaling buildings. Not. Yeah, true. Um, he asks for it. It is so stunning. Like, even waking up, you're so... It's like, you know when you wake up from a nap and you're so confused? It's like that, but there's all these nurses. He actually put it the right way. He was like, it's lovely, you're out of it, but you're. it's such a safe out of it. You're allowed to be out of it. Because it's all these nurses everywhere and everyone's just monitoring your heart rate constantly. So you're like, grand. That did freak me out. The one thing I freaked out about... But they put the stickers on your chest mm-hmm. and then I didn't really I was kind of like hmm, I wonder what that is and then I heard deet, deet, and I was like oh, and I looked up over my shoulder and there was that machine showing my heartbeat and for some reason that freaked me Did out it? I don't know why it really and then I could just see it go deet, 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 and I was freaking I could hear it go faster oh, no. and then that made me more anxiety and then I had to like start breathing when you're pregnant and you're in labour you go in and they oh, have one strapped yeah. up to you and I think the baby's so you're getting the two So that's even freakier Because oh you're like Oh god Please start beating to Keep eating Because yes. I know I'm alive Ugh. Oh god It's so weird And then during the whole labour as well They have the two heart rates They're always checking The two heart rates oh It's flipping freaky Yeah so Well I don't even know If it was mine Definitely the babies anyway Yeah I And that's just something Because that's like Out of your control or something And then so you're, you're like, like Did oh. it stop And my... you hear about all that Or you see oh. in like ER or whatever Shows because uh, that's why I was a cesarean because mm. my heart rate started to drop because the umbilical cord was going around my oh, neck so I had to be like a really um, an emergency cesarean or whatever oh my god that's cr- oh I couldn't imagine no that freaked I don't know why the heartbeat thing really freaked me out I was like oh I don't like that and then because it would go like deep deep and then we would go 
deep like I would stop for a second oh I was like what the fuck is there something wrong with my heart my dad's have been having heart problems hearts like, are freaky and my dad has the blood pressure shit I know it's I'm like, like, oh. is, when, like it just what if it forgets to work what, like I mean anyway that's just a whole other bag of shit but well uh, I think that for me when I kind of begun to like realise just <laughs> realise that it's not I'm not just my outer shell I'm not just my like yeah. physical state like you kind of forget that like we're t- so just take advantage or take for granted that we have like a heart that is pumping oh my god yeah throughout the day night for our whole entire lives yeah. keeping us alive and we're so like oh. but like I feel a bit bloated and it's like I know oh my goodness just be happy in like what is it's something not I've seen what works totally. and keeps and like you said like when you go under something like your knee just stops working or it's giving you trouble oh, you don't know you have a knee until you have something fucking wrong with it I'll tell you like mm-hmm. it's and like even now I'm like have been like battling <laughs> poor me but like it is such a weird thing because I'm like I'm so sick of like I'm quite an active person I'm always in the gym and I haven't been in the gym since August and it's like doing my head in I hate the feeling of not exercising it makes me feel like a freaking slop but I've had to like kind of sit to myself and be like okay but like stop worrying about like your physical body like your appearance of your body like this is still your body your knee healing you know that way it's like it's still your body so it's like instead of being like I can't get my body right it's like but you are getting your body right by letting Mm -hmm. your fucking knee heal and then I found out obviously after my surgery there might be another problem with my knee so I'm just like okay just I've just been trying to take it easy and not because there's no point in bloody lifting weights if you're gonna then hurt yourself speaking of the gym I've been doing my Pilates and I've been loving it so much so I started with my mom in her little church Sheila she's so gas I've known her for years so cute but she um is like so she's such a like energetic light person and um so when we're doing the Pilates class she's like waffling on through it like (laughs) obviously telling us what to do but she really takes your mind off like say if we're doing like planks or whatever yeah she'll be like telling us a joke so you're not thinking of like oh yeah oh my god when is this minute gonna end so she's really great and then I've been just doing a few like YouTube bits at home because I was always hearing like for mental health and just for obviously being healthy and feeling Mm. your best is good to like get a certain amount of exercise and having an outlet and all of that and I have intermittently tried the gym or weights or going out for long walks or whatever the hell it is Mm. and I've never found something that really gave me what everyone was talking about like everyone's like I got to the gym you'll feel fab you'll have so much more energy all the endorphins and I was like oh okay I want that Mm. then I'd go and I just never got to that point of feeling like I'd always just be like, oh, I really don't want to go. And yeah. I was never getting the like rewards at the end that were kind of cancelling out that initial kind of like yeah, not yeah, wanting yeah. to go. Um, until I found Pilates and I Amazing. totally just learned that it's definitely finding something. It's like a sport, like you have to find whatever one works for you. Oh, you have to find like the right one. And when you find it, you know. Yeah, It's exactly. literally like finding a soulmate. Because then you're like, oh, because it's like, it's not a trek to do it. You're actually like, oh my God, I can't wait to go. You're like, I need to do that. Sometimes right beforehand, you're like, Ugh. But or sometimes it, it just is the initial kind of like jump from say yeah. like your couch yes. to like your yoga mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so funny. Loads of Pilates ones I watch. It's just like, welcome back to the mat. I love that the mat is like this <laughs> secondary yeah. person in the room. It's yoga like its own being. There was like you and your mat. How much time you're spending with your mat? I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's a mat. Do I have to do the mat? <laughs> like I have loads of rugs in my house. Do I have to just? I know the mat's good. It's very yeah. stabilizing. Gives you a proper grip with your but feet the as mat, well. the mat, I'm like, I just got that for a few euro on bloody TK Maxx. 
No, that's like, why I need to fall in love with my man. I know. I got my mom a pricey mat for Christmas last year. Oh, lemon. She loves it. I have to say, does she? She loves it better grip because my mom's a big yoga head. She loves yoga. She's always doing it. But yeah, that's well fabulous. Our that's bodies. That's that. That's an update on our bodies. On our bodies. Um, right. So, you did yeah. mention our YouTube. So guys, make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube. We put out a new video this week. Um, and it's uh, your assumptions that we asked for and they're, some of them are really really intense and we did <laughs> some it some <laughs> of them are so so damn rude but we answered them yeah, we and answered loved them. it and, and we even, answered the rudest ones on x just thing you know the raunchiest ones yeah, as well on yeah. x so we did like half for our YouTube which were just a bit more YouTube acceptable because like my mom obviously has access the whole world has yeah. access if they want to that YouTube but yeah. like x is more secretive so that's where we can keep all our juicy raunchy content so mm. we answered ones that were probably a bit more difficult to answer and stuff so it was really and ones that we could have kind of more of a Come a chat about because on YouTube you want to be more snappy and Bish, I feel bash, like bash kind of on the podcast when we were able to be like interesting you thought that and then we kind more of more conversational we definitely it was like a, a long ass episode it's like an hour and a half or something I so. was thinking about those assumptions like since we've done them I really enjoyed that I know it was hard yeah. sometimes reading people's like thoughts on you especially yeah, yeah, when yeah. they don't have a right per se but like they definitely do have a certain knowledge of who we are and mm. then you're like oh mm. so I kind of find it like I really cool tool to like grow totally some of them are really interesting yeah some you could tell were like people just trying to hurt us or, or, or like knock you down or like put, pit us against, or pit us against, each, against other. each other a lot of people do we that get I think, a lot. just for yeah probably to just kind of see if it's going to ruffle some feathers within the podcast because if they're like if I yeah. say that maybe next week I'll hear that she's not doing that yeah, or they're kind yeah, of yeah 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 but yeah very interesting and also we have um, if you didn't see we've put up new merch on our merch store um, so we've got three new three new tote bags uh, which have our gorgeous wet and woke slogan on it we also brought out the not arsed tote bags in new colorways. so uh, a really popular one has been the neon green one which looks deadly it's so neon so cool and uh, we also have a crew neck which I'm obsessed with at the moment I'm obsessed with wearing our crew neck I cropped mine so it's like sexy mine is coming C-U-M-M-I-N-G I'm <laughs> so excited for it it's and my so hoodie cute. is coming because I got the hoodie in an XL wanting to be kind of like Ariana Grande mm. but it was just that bit too big because it was yeah. quite long it was yeah. a bit of a like jumper dress dare I say yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. not really fucking with that the large so, perf yeah the large is on its way and I'm so excited I know we're dying for them so we have all those if you want to go check them out because they look quite lux- luxurious the hoodies they like do the black hoodies they're really they look nice quality and they wash really well yeah they don't get bobbled or anything so you do feel nice in them because yeah. I just want to be cosy this winter me too it's our new cosy vibe winter vibe is like yeah. our freaking leggings hoodie boots and just being warm because actually fuck being cold because it's no. winter just lasts longer than summer here so it's like for, what am I going to be miserable for more than half the year and I just want to get shit done. Yeah. And not be like, ah. Oh, I don't want to go out because I'm wearing shorts and a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And also I have been working away on new merch for oh our yes. Vicar Street show. So we wanted to have exclusive merch that we're going to release on um, the night of Vicar Street. So we're going to have physical merch there. Mm-hmm. That we're so, so excited about. We've never had like physical merch. Obviously we use yeah. Teespring, which is really handy. Um, but they're all because, made to order basically so we yeah. don't get them you know we, and we are not investing in it mm. um, but for this we have decided to like invest a good chunk of our moolah um, to give you guys some exclusive merch so I think you're going to love this image it's probably my favourite image that we've used for merch Defo. I just think it's so it galsy it's sexy 
And um, yeah, so we're so excited to show you that. X-Files are going to get a sneak preview of the image because we just perfected and digitized that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pop up the wee image. So X-Files, you'll be seeing that this week, probably today. And then, yeah, so if you are coming, obviously... Uh, to our Vicar Street show which is in less than a month now which is crazy, so crazy, insane. crazy. we're working on loads of little extra bits uh, hopefully a surprise guest for the second half and also some of the physical merch but that will be cash only so just make sure you bring some moolah because uh, yeah. we don't have a way of processing card uh, payments basically yeah. but bring but some cash we will get um, as we'll well some you know. like physical samples and stuff so Defo. we can pop them up on our Instagram and on all our social mm. media outlets and uh, you'll be able to see and we'll price them and all that yeah, shit. so you'll know how much to bring. So Work today, progress, Hunza's. Yeah, today we are going to be doing uh, our monthly Q and A. Uh, as always, we take questions in from our Tumblr account, which is tumblr.com or itgalspodcast.com. For no. what is it? Itgalspodcast.tumblr.com. Well, it is linked on our actual <laughs> website, itgalspodcast.com. If you can't find that, because I know it is an annoying one. The Tumblr it's one. Is it not tumblr.com forward slash itgals. No, it's itgalspodcast dot tumblr dot com okay well if you want to just you'll yeah. find it you can google it guys podcast tumblr come up but that is where you can submit 100% anonymous questions and that is where we got some of our juicy we've been assumptions. getting some great questions lately so mm. I love to see um the tumblr being on fire we also answer some of them well I think we should answer some of them this week if we get a chance um, and we keep them live on the tumblr so yeah. like if you have some questions you might even find some little Tips and tricks mm. to help you out. So yeah, let's so, start with our first question there. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So our first question says, hi girlies, I'm just writing because I'm having a serious issue with my boyfriend at the moment. He's becoming overly clinging with me. Never ever have we dealt with this type of issue. I've always thought our minds are on the same page. Not once feeling like one was giving more. Recently, I felt like he's way hornier than me, way more into our relationship in general. I really don't know if I've fallen out of love with him or ju- or I'm just not really ready for the clinginess of it all. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. So it's, it's a tough one um, when I think in relationships, there's always kind of a weird, there's always like moments that go in and out of clinginess and stuff like that where like, one person like sometimes I've been in relationships where I'm like I'm way more into it at the moment than they are and it can be a, a, a multitude of things like if they're really busy at work or like you know just someone's head might not be like invested in the relationship you know that yeah. way 100% but like I've been in this situation as well and like oh, like I hate to confirm that a lot of sometimes that like playing hard to get works but like a clingy man doesn't 
really do it for me because it just and I can see why anyone being overly clingy is just such a turn off but yeah. it can be some people's kind of defense mechanism to like save the relationship they're like oh I love you so much and then you're yeah. just like Ugh. I'm gonna make it so hard for you to dump my ass and I'm really gonna like impregnate myself mm. into your life and then I'll just be stuck there because I'm so awkward Ugh. to get rid of because I am that clingy I think it's I definitely have, I think the journey of relationships from like say the start when you are kind of, depending on how you started. If mm. say you started where you were both, you said you were on the same page for most of your relationship and you kind of maybe dove in and were both kind of seeing each other a lot and hanging out and really invested in each other's lives and maybe you were mixing your friends or whatever the hell, that you were both into it and both as intense and giving your time into this relationship. And then I think there comes a turning point in most relationships when you're kind of like, oh, that freedom I had before where I could go out with my friends without you or where I could have like nights out without you or have like a few days just mm. hanging around doing my own thing. Yeah. I actually miss and I yearn for that where I think when you have been single, it's always like a grass is greener situation. Yeah. When you're single, you kind of yearn for like the, the togetherness of a relationship and having someone to bring along to weddings or family things. And mm. then, but it is definitely, I think, important and integral for like a working, functioning, healthy relationship to find a balance in between like spending time together, but also having your own like independence and mm. Your own life still and that being okay and being totally received well by your partner yeah well you don't ever want to be guilted over wanting to do something or like the worst is when they like invite themselves along to it or something you're like i'm going here on saturday they're like great what time you're like <laughs> yeah or if it's even a big conversation sometimes oh, yeah. if you start off and you're like seeing each other loads and all your nights out are together and then you know you go to that turning point where it's like okay i'm needing a bit more of my freedom back you're mm. going to kind of be like i'm going to go out this weekend just with the girls and i'm going to go back to my house so yeah yeah just yeah just letting you know and he's like what how, why but you always come back here after oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah. be out anyway why don't we just go if it's a kind of just like if i'm not able to just say something like that and it be received quite easily yeah i find that quite like that cleanness kind of that's kind of like more overwhelming over, overprotective like not even overprotective like overbearing like yeah. where it's like you don't like where they feel entitled that they have a say in what you do in your free time you know that way like that's really annoying i, don't. I think it's when like you've kind of found uh like if you've had a routine and they're yeah. changing the routine and sometimes mm you know the other partner can be kind of maybe a bit paranoid as to why they're wanting this change yeah and I think like, that well, that kind of comes down to communication though as well because I think like sometimes if you are like kind of wishing or wanting that freedom you might um like approach it in a bit of a defensive way you're like well I'm just going home so you know what I mean because that could make you paranoid if something if you always did something all the time and then someone all of a sudden is like that's not happening this weekend I could see how someone if especially if they have an insecurity in their relationship if they or say in this instance like this girl has clearly maybe become slightly withdrawn in certain aspects back a bit yeah so if someone has pulled back and I've been the situation I've been the clingy bitch before where like someone has pulled back and then then they start saying like yeah well I'm not going to see this weekend and you're kind of like it can just be like fight or flight mode or sometimes people go into this raging clingy thing where they're like uh, uh, it's like trying to hold on to the fucking relationship as best they can you know yeah. that way mm. so I think like if it is an instance of you just wanting like maybe a bit more independence or like not to be spending all your time with your boyfriend or there's an expectation of you giving a little bit more than you're now willing to give uh, into a relationship like 
I think it it is all about like communication and how you communicate that to someone and like trying to be as open as possible without kind of just being like yeah well that's just happening now because that can just be like all of a sudden people can go into defense mode you know that way um but what do you think about that I think there's a way to do with like it happening now and not being like harsh with the way you're saying it Mm. like I think I always say like if you want to have certain conversations with your partner or boyfriend or whatever you want to call him or her I think it's good to like do it outside of your usual space because Mm. so many times in my past relationships um we would fight and argue and have these intense discussions in our home that we were sharing and then it kind of just filtered throughout the whole day or there wasn't like the breathing space of like if we'd gone to a coffee shop or if we had just mm. had that conversation during a walk or something like that yeah. so it wouldn't be just in our home because even that whole like environment can feel, feel quite clingy and overwhelming mm. or do it when you're like it's worse like if you do when you're like staying in your boy- say if you don't live together like you're staying in your fella's house and then you bring it up like at dinner and, it, and then it's like oh I'm staying or not even if it's not even if it's fine even if it's just awkward you're like Oh, I'm staying here. Like, yeah. So you've no I mean, in your living home. space of you guys as a relationship, totally. kind of thing. Not yeah. if you're like, it's like we together. say, don't talk about your sex problems while like in the bed. You know yeah. that way, or like yeah. after sex, don't be like, kind of random. You weren't that hard this time. Like, there's just nothing because it's. So I've been th- it's something I've been thinking about even in terms of like for myself with therapy and stuff. Um, like you can kind of try and attempt to provide something like that, going to a space mm-hmm. in a relationship where for yourself to see if that would help first mm-hmm. I've seen a like a few people I know are like considering therapy and they've been maybe together for like not a extended period of time so maybe there's more options for you to work it out mm. without you know with something simple as that as in like removing it from your space mm, yeah yeah um but but um yeah so I think just in regards of like having that conversation and I think as well sometimes even if the initial him receiving it is kind of like paranoid or confused or like feeling like he's losing you if you continue with like a new routine and everything is interchangeable you can change how a relationship is going um and maybe he'll catch up a little bit Mm. I do find it hard though I feel um sometimes men don't maybe nourish their relationships as much as women or yeah, have agree. like as many friends as women do I think men usually like only figure out that the relationship is kind of on the demise when it's sometimes too late like I've been in relationships before and like you're being the active one trying like to spice things up in the bedroom or like putting forward that we should go on dates or mm-hmm. trying to spend more time like doing all the you know fucking, trying to hint without it being a the, bigger problem yeah kind of thing. and all the fucking typical things of like I'm putting in re- effort into my relationship you know that way and then mm-hmm. like the guy can just be not reciprocal for so long so then by the time that you have withdrawn and by the time that you've kind of been like thrown in the towel almost even before you've admitted it because I've had times in relationships where like I have been checked out of the relationship for months without even admitting it to myself because it's but know, maybe within that time still trying yeah but then like that then by the time like i'm completely checked out the guy's then like clingy and like yeah. and then it just pushes you away more i think with this girl like instead of focusing on her boyfriend being so and so clingy like she needs to figure out what she wants from the relationship like i would say to her like you need to figure out is it he is he seeming clingy because you don't want to be with him like you know that way like i noticed in like breakdowns of my relationships where like I've been like oh he's so much more horny than me it's like it's not even that it's like that I'm not really wanting to have sex with him at all 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really horniness because like I'm probably horny for some fucking other bastard. But it's or like, also in that same regard, it's like, oh, he's being so clingy. He wants to come to every family event. Yeah, it's like, or do you just not want to have him there because you yeah. have more fun without him? Or that are you like dreading him being like, so what are we doing this weekend? Like that's always a sign for me. Like if like my relationship is like kind of like fucked or where like you're kind of dreading the guy being like can't wait to see you on Saturday you're like <laughs> if you are not looking forward to seeing someone I think that's quite a telltale sign that yeah. something bigger is wrong than just his yeah. supposed clinginess because if he's just following suit with like you hung out every weekend and now you're like oh every weekend why can't I just see you like once a fucking month definitely like I noticed that and in my last relationship like I was like I wouldn't even admit it to myself I wasn't like I don't want to see him but I was kind of like dying like trying to make other plans with other people at the weekends so that I wouldn't yeah, have so I'd have to, an excuse then yeah so I'd be like I'm doing that this this weekend so uh yeah you don't have to come to Grand don't worry no problem I'll see you the weekend after or minimizing your time that you could spend with totally. him being like I'll see you for like two hours quick coffee and then I'm <laughs> off busy or busy or like flying home really early the next morning rather than when I'd usually stay the whole next day you know that way like yeah and it you, sometimes it's a harder pill to swallow because you're like oh shit I'm the one kind of withdrawing and it pro- it could be causing that person um like pain and heartache because I think we've all been in that situation where the person that you love or whatever that it was going great with has withdraws from you and it can feel really lonely when you're on the receiving end Mm because I've been both and most people have I think been Mm -hmm. the person who withdraws and the person who it feels like your partner's so far away from you and sometimes the weird human urge we have is to like cling on to them even stronger be like you're not leaving me because you're just like we used to have this great thing somehow it's gone or maybe he's not even like just clingy mode isn't that like as yeah. in like you're not going as in that like he may not be as aware as you think he is. like he mm. may just be like oh well I see I've seen her every weekend throughout the whole relationship so yeah. what's this weekend and she's like checked out totally. so she's like what yeah yeah and like I mean here she says like recently I feel like he's uh, way hornier than me we've talked about that and way more into our relationship in general like to me that that saying that sentence isn't a great sign because like I've been in times where like I haven't been I don't know you know it can go up and down boyfriends or whatever or like work as I said like work could be busy and you're just your relationship isn't your priority sometimes mm-hmm. but I've still felt like we're both like long term equally invested well, in the relationship. Both, this is the relationship yeah. that you want. I do think like for I, sure you you know like you should also be able to like if you want to nourish your friendships more if you want to nourish your career more your family those things should always be like reachable for you within a relationship like totally. I don't think the relationship always or even or whatever or just the relationship should never it doesn't have to be like you know the integral part of your life or the biggest part of your no, life no 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 know? not at all but yeah like there's sometimes when like I know so me and Jimmy are trying to see each other like not like overbearingly so we're seeing each other like a couple times a week just because it's just kind of nicer we're not living together and we enjoy our time more and we're not kind of domesticizing our relationship too much because we've done that before Mm -hmm. so there will be times when say we you know other weeks are busier so like say a couple weeks ago he had his dad over we had the cork show so then the time in between seeing each other was greater but we're still both invested in working on the relationship and Mm. that's still it's not like a breaking point you know that way no or it's not like oh I'm checked out of the relationship he is it's that we're both still that just sometimes life doesn't give you the opportunity to hang out as much or whatever so I think but we're both like I said we're both still aware that that's the relationship that we want to work on and Mm -hmm. focus on 
but this girl saying that she's not that into it might seem like there's just other issues like saying if you are <coughs> aware I think that your boyfriend if you're it's very clear to you that your boyfriend is way more or your girlfriend whoever is way more into a relationship than you are like I could see how that would be a turn off for you because like you want to be equally invested you don't want someone it is not very appealing when someone is like way more invested in something than you because like I don't know it's just like when you're prior it's just having different priorities well, maybe he's invested in you because you offer more and maybe he's not offering as much though maybe you know you were fell for him or whatever and you started off this relationship and you know you were bringing him along mm. with your friends or to your family um get togethers whatever and he's really into it but now you kind of miss your space and he doesn't offer as much friends or other things that for you to go to with him sometimes, sometimes can you can be... have the blinders on at the start of a relationship too you think like oh my god we both equally give so much and then like six months in you're like hold on <laughs> you're like oh i'm just kind of taking him along arm in arm with me yeah. to all my shit you're like where's his friends and he it's kind of frustrating friends. when you, you get to a point you're like you know i could be living this life mm, without, without you, you. wrecking my head yeah <laughs> To be honest, that is what it is. So I think like, wait, I if, if the way to kind of solve these things sometimes. I think when you're like, when you're just like, oh my boy, say this like my boyfriend's clingy and like he's annoying me and blah blah blah. I think you're not going to get to the end of that because like that's unfortunately a topic that like I don't know how you get to the end of that conversation. Like you're being really clingy now. Now I, I need you to be less clingy. I think she needs to figure out more so in herself what she wants from the relationship. Like, is she invested in it long term? Or has it maybe just kind of run its course? Like maybe it wasn't, not every relationship is supposed to be 10 years, 20 years long. Like sometimes you can learn a lot from like a six month relationship or a year or four months, whatever it is. So I think like I would encourage her to like, is it that she wants her life without her boyfriend? Like, is that what she's kind of yearning for? And is it the cleanliness that he wants to be involved in your life? Or is it just the horniness thing? Because sometimes those two can really be, like a big issue in a relationship yeah. say if like every time say if you see your boyfriend like three four times a week and he wants sex like twice every time you're seeing each other mm-hmm. and that just gets too much for you because you just have your focus on other stuff mm-hmm. so then you kind of attach seeing him as in like oh, i'm gonna have to like shave <laughs> i'm gonna have to tan i want to feel good i also really just wanted to scoff tonight and i don't like shagging after i've scoffed loads so you kind of attach seeing him with having to have sex like dreading the sex yeah and then you're like oh i'm just not in the mood for sex tonight so i won't see him like i mean i think i remember when jimmy and i started going out and i think he would try it on like a lot more and it would always seem to be at the wrong time like i'd be like, yeah. just sat down after having dinner ready to just chill yeah watch yeah, yeah. Shot, a shot on tv and um he'd be like in her thigh just rubbing it or the boob <laughs> and you're like and it's like they're putting you in the position to just constantly reject them because yeah. like I have given you I had that relationship too where like I've given you hint upon hint that I want to have sex now and but you choose yeah. to fucking come on to me at like 4am when I'm curled up in bed asleep like why why and that can just be so overwhelming yeah to your own self and your body and of feeling like oh and what I've what I have learned though from that as well is that like you're just at that moment you're not in tune with each other sexually like there's some sort of communication gone awry. Well, I think that just needs to be a conversation because I think that's what like, I mean. it needs co- to be a conversation because the conversation with the hand and the boob isn't no. 
a conversation that's just a kind of like testing the waters. Yeah, kind get of away from me. And you don't want to be that woman who's like, no, get away. Yeah, I don't not tonight. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be like a naggy, yeah. you know, non- frigid bitch. <laughs> yeah, basically. So I think um, if you address these issues within yourself and within your relationship, then figure out a way to talk about them outside mm. of your like living space where you like yeah. enjoy your relationship. Like, yeah, like if it's the horny, like the, the sex shit could be an easier quick fix as in have that conversation first. And if you're still, I would say if you're still, if even if that in, uh, improves, if you're still kind of noticing him that the clinginess and you're just annoying, like I would write a list of what are the clingy things and then just kind of seeing like, are these clingy? Like, are these personality traits that are clingy or are they kind of normal in a long-term yeah, relationship is he, is he being overbearing or do i just not like him if, do i just not want to hang out with my fella is it like okay reason so-and-so is clingy he, texts he smells me. like <laughs> yeah okay or that's is it not a clingy is thing. it just normal you just don't thing. like him yeah and his scent or is it like he texts me he, he texts wants me to see everywhere. my family it's like okay maybe you just want to be single maybe you don't want to have a person kind mm-hmm. of you know if you do write them though make sure the bastard doesn't see oh god yeah. hide that little hide them uh, so question number because two because notes even if it's in your phone you know the way they always pop up when you put on the computer and stuff oh god yeah like, well, what's this I smell You're like, oh oh yeah um, okay so we have another question here um, hey gals, been with my fella for a year and a half now. Very happy, very fun and loving relationship. Mm-hmm. As the case for most humans, I still develop small crushes outside of the relationship. Nothing that I would ever even consider acting on. Though recently, I found a crush um, with a co-worker and it's a bit more intense to the point where I find myself going out of the way to flirt with him <laughs> at lunch and on nights out. Is this normal? What do you think? It's not normal, no. Really? I don't have like a full-fledged answer right now. I might when we have a chat about it. Yeah, my answer would be it's normal to have, to fancy people when you're in a relationship. Like it's totally normal, I think, to like look at someone and be like, he's a fucking ride. Like and be fully attracted to them and be like, I'd ride him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, in my opinion and from experience, it's not a good sign in a relationship if you were like, fancying someone as in like having this urge to talk to them having the urge to bump into them excited to see them like I think now this is just from like I mean the longest relationship I was in was six years so maybe this is you know I'm sure I don't know maybe if you're married for 40 years it could be normal I don't know but from my experience like if you're I always think of like try and turn the tables like if you would you tell your boyfriend it's completely normal that he's in work dying to see a girl and dying to bump into her like would you be delighted if you heard that no but you know if a guy is like geez Sandra's a fucking right if you overheard him say that to the lads you wouldn't really care that you'd be like okay annoying that you find fucking my friend really hot but at the same time you're having lad chat you found her hot she's obviously is a gorgeous looking girly so I think that's where there is a line like mm-hmm. I think there is a very it's a, such a grey area it's a grey area especially when we are in these situations when you are going to be mm. with this person in the workplace for probably seeing this person more than your actual partner yeah. because you're seeing them every single day working with them and even that whole setup of working with someone and everything being kind of foreboding can kind of like even salt the fancy more oh, for sure so it can be hard to like get away from. I do find work um, fancies definitely 
become a bigger issue in relationships than just generalized fancies if you fancy someone from around town or whatever yeah when you are literally going to be with that person every day i just think there's a difference between like fancying someone in work which we've all done i've done it loads of times i was a hot fucker popping around the thing and everyone's like mark's a ride and being like crushing on someone well being like I think the difference is in the act. So she said there that she'd had crushes before that she never acted on. But I think she is acting on them now by purposefully Mm. going over to them, making sure they're having a flirt. So she's getting something out of it. That's the difference to me, though, between a crush and like a fancy, though. Like, I think she's fancied other guys before. Like, she's probably looked at guys or even been like, God, isn't he fucking right? And like, everyone's gossiping about him. He's so hot Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But like a crush for me is the integral part of a crush is the acting on it. The like thinking about them wanting to see them excited to see them going to the water cooler where does he have lunch like or like you know you were randomly asked for lunch with his group of friends and you're all excited about it like that how much of your brain space is it taking up because we've all fancied someone you were looking so i think sometimes in the workspace you just need that like frivolous ridiculousness of a fancy to kind of just do but there's just there is a line but i think the line can be decided by you know the act so I think are you able to resist say going out of your way to flirt mm. with him or excited for your nights out with work because you're going to be plonked next to him wearing the ear off him while you're having your drinks and maybe his hand will touch your leg and you'll touch his hand while it's on your leg yeah. are you able to resist those and are you going to resist those I if think you're not going to resist them and you're going to go further down the rabbit hole of this crush which will inevitably lead to either both of you getting feelings and him saying it or to just one night you get so pissed out of work too that you end up shagging in the hotel and you've cheated on your boyfriend then well, I just think it's like how much of your brain space how much of your brain capacity is this taking up like these are signs that I've had in my past like that is like a proper crush for me where like you can fancy people and you can even have work fancies when you're in the office you're like oh look at him he's gorgeous isn't he oh. or you're even gossiping like oh my god I heard he broke up with his girlfriend like all these things are normal but like if you are even if your mind is preoccupied about the what ifs of like, the Christmas party and what if he's there and he's gonna be and, oh my god will I go on lunch with him are you going home thinking about this guy are you hoping that he freaking slack messages you on the little you know mm-hmm. in office thing are you like do you get butterflies in your stomach when you walk into a meeting and he's there are you nervous to talk about things about work when he is there are you nervous when he's around you like those things I think things, all those things are like indulgences that you can either stop yourself like just because he is very much implanted in a large part of your headspace and brain throughout the day doesn't mean that that equals that you fully fancy this person or that you definitely aren't into your boyfriend it, that has been an indulgence that you've let your mind run wild with I agree but I think that like we've all had fancies where like you've tried to indulge in them it just doesn't go there sometimes there is this kind of magnetic thing between you and someone and you know obviously what is all, there's a weird statistic it's like 70% of people meet their partner in the workplace mm. like you are spending a lot of time with someone so just because it's in work doesn't mean that you might not have an actual fucking connection with this guy but you have to figure out like why no, I never you... said that oh no no I know I'm just saying in general yeah. um, like but you know with the whole like the indulgence thing it's like yes and no I, I agree with you but like there's also like it depends on how fucking real it feels to you, I think. Because we've all had fancies that you just kind of indulge with for the lol and you're like, yeah, yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. like, it's not actually going to fucking go anywhere. But, like, if you are having that feeling, like, the gut feeling, and you, everyone knows that feeling of, like, butterflies when you see someone, and you can't fake that. You can't indulge in it. Unless you're able to convince yourself of feelings that you don't have other places. And 
I don't think you always have to like you know maybe some people are like if you're having those feelings for anyone else but your fellow like of course if you're going out with a guy four years you're probably not having butterflies every time you see yeah, him totally. do you know what I mean and sometimes those little fancies can kind of be distracting because you're like oh I haven't had this feeling in a while and sometimes they can distract you from your relationship isn't thinking like yeah. you might think that my relationship is so bad because I'm not getting these butterflies and these yeah. like, thrilling com- conversations with mm. this with my boyfriend as I'm having this guy in work or whatever but that doesn't signify that like definitely this is better than your relationship sometimes it's also hard to look back on your first times of being together when yeah. you're so used to someone and you're like you're like did I have that or was I just like, young I definitely was never as into you know the way yeah but I think like what I mean is like the guy aside and you aside like I think usually like little fancies and relationships and stuff like that can annoyingly poke holes in your own kind of mentality in your relationship like if you are in a relationship I don't and you're happy and it's going well and you're happy yourself I don't know if even the idea of indulging in that kind of like intense crush really comes up because anytime it's come up for me it's been the end of my relationship. And anytime I've seen it happen in my other friends' things, it's it's not so much that it's your fault or your boyfriend's fault. It's I've just, seen lots of relationships go through like crushes and intense crushes and they still continue on with their previous relationship. Yeah, you can continue on. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it has to be the end of it. I'm just saying that it usually is a sign that like something needs to be sorted out or figured out or maybe like it can be a sign that like something isn't going great. Like I don't know if you're 100, if you're in a relationship and you're happy, are you like extremely excited to see the next guy at the water cooler and you're putting yourself in the position to be like hi yeah. like you know what I mean I just don't think that's a great sign for your it's relationship it's not a great sign um nothing you can't work through if you want and to, it could but. also be a case of like maybe you are kind of satisfied in your relationship however you're not satisfied in where you are in your career that's why when you're in work you're focusing so much on this fancy because yeah maybe your job is just like boring. blah so you're like because anyone I know who's really had like a proper crush or relationship from work mm. It's always been like a random bloody job that they don't give a shit about the company. It's not really them on their career path. It was maybe their first job after yeah, college yeah, that yeah. they're like, you know, bashing away in some call center and they're like, ah, uh, yeah, I fancy him over there because you're just that not bothered by yeah. what you're doing every day. And the only way that you'll get into work and have any form of excitement doing it is if you just really are focusing on this yeah. fancy. And you can totally, like my sister has worked in call centers for years and dated guys and stuff and they're like, I totally they tell me that they totally would have multiplied their feelings for someone in work because of Mm. the situation seeing them every day and just kind of girls can be like depending on if you're like a romantic or a fantasist or whatever you can kind of like just make this dialogue in your head and be dreaming away in work because you aren't that like um stimulated by what you have to do every day in work so yeah. you can kind of get by tapping away in the computer and like dreaming up all these different scenarios of your man who's like two desks away from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think in order to kind of be a good girlfriend, um, acting on it as in like, there's definitely cheating before the act of like sex or kissing or anything well, like that. Well, women definitely emotionally cheat more so than men yeah. do. So like women can have full on emotional affairs without ever fucking kissing the guy. And it would be like if you like if the guy saw the text between you and the guy, you'd be like, "You're cheating on me. You're having an affair." Like, I mean, it just happens. Men don't really do the emotional affair they do. as much as they much. Do. Not, not as much, much, no, but they definitely do. Oh, they do it. But I mean, not as much. More men, I think, will be shagging a random girl if and when it comes to cheating. 
or yeah. kissing someone rather mm-hmm. than like but what I'm saying that, that that still exists totally so you have to find a boundary that you know is okay within your relationship because like going out of your way flirting because it obviously got to that point mm. so you indulged so much in the fancy that then you were like you know letting yourself enabling yourself to go over to the water cooler pushing yourself to flirt with him sitting yourself beside him at the work dues and stuff um so I think you have to figure out your own boundaries that are healthy for your relationship if you want to stay in your relationship if you want to stay in your relationship I think yeah. first of all you need to figure out where it's coming from the root of it rather than yeah. trying to maneuver around the situation mm-hmm. like I think you need to be like okay this is happening don't beat yourself up over it like just no. you know address it and be like right I really fancy this guy is this an actual emotional thing? Like, do I have feelings for this guy? Would I go out with this guy? And not in the sense that you have to like break up your boyfriend mm-hmm. for the other guy or whatever else, but like, if that was an option, would that be something you'd want to go down? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a really hard thing to configure because it's a lot of what ifs. But, but I think like, as well, sometimes when you're in such that high point of fancying, you're just like, yes, I want to be with him. Because the kind of balance out of know. like the high point of fancying and the like kind of, you getting used to your boyfriend I don't know I think when it comes down when you're actually talking actual emotion and the fact that you could be losing your partner I think I know, that sometimes the reality comes down on you though, I think the I reality think. only comes in when the reality happens so a lot of times people will like break up their relationship and go for like I know it worked out in your kind of situation where like you weren't you know you found a different way or whatever but I do think sometimes the reality can hit you in the face when you're like oh that's what I mean I thought that this guy was who I wanted to be with but But that's why I think you need to not be breaking up with someone for someone else like that that can't be the what I mean is like if you're going okay I would go out with this guy but you need to be like right but would I be happy single and if you know if say like you're like okay I've got a boyfriend and I fancy someone would I be happy if I went out with my fancy after this yes would I also be okay if that didn't happen and I was just single and I was mm. without my relationship? If that answer is yes, then you need to be single. And that was my answer. Yeah, I was because like, every option was not that relationship. Yeah, yeah. My, my future option for me wasn't having my current relationship active. Yeah. So that's when I knew, okay, it's not about like me talking to whoever or like me getting distracted or like, you know, the, this new thing happening, whereas my boyfriend's so boring. It was nothing to do with that. So that's, you have to like, and I think when it, when it comes down on people and ha- happens to people really suddenly where they're like, oh my God, I lost my boyfriend. It's when they haven't processed it correctly. They've just gone with their gut and been like, oh, I love you so much. And then the other guy's like, so mm-hmm. I am a massive Coke just, dealer. Yeah. Yeah. They just <laughs> you know focus I mean? on the high point of the fancy. Yeah. Because those like, I mean, I haven't fancied like got that first flutters of fancied mm. fancying someone in so long and yeah. like I remember like I mean there's nothing like it it's, it's literally like, like cocaine fully and it's all equally annoying because your whole brain is consumed by the person and you're like I mm. don't know how to get you out of my head but I also love thinking about you 24 7 yeah um and I don't I, th- I do agree with you I don't think you can fully make that up mm. I don't yeah I think there's a, you just know like there is a certain feeling that you're like oh shit this is real even like my friends and family well <laughs> my mom and dad were like oh you definitely fancy him but like my like sometimes I when I was single would have tried to push myself to fancy something yeah like, oh yeah I'm so mad about him girls mad. I am obsessed with, like yeah. I, I'm so horny for him all <laughs> yeah. but then you'll actually stumble across a real fancy and you're like oh no yeah you're like oh, this is it shit and like I think if she really focuses on the fancy like 
you know whether it's real or not or if it's just a work thing or if it's just a distraction thing and sometimes it can't be a real fancy but it's still a sign that you're looking for some sort of emotional outlet otherwise Mm -hmm. bring your relationship yeah do you know that way so I think like whether it's normal or not like I the way the way the rule of thumb you kind of have to use and I've used it on myself as well to be like Jenny cop the fuck on where I'm like would I be happy if I found out my boyfriend was doing Mm -hmm. this if the answer is no, then it probably isn't the best thing that you're doing and it could have the potential to hurt someone. Now, the fact that you've asked the question is a good sign because you're like trying to figure it you're out. You're checking. Or like, because in this day and age where we have like polyamory, we have all these different kind of looser rules or whatever you want to call them. And I think people are trying to configure like what is okay. Mm. And sometimes like in a relationship your boyfriend might be okay with you doing something but then you might not yeah. be okay with if he was doing that same thing yeah. so like is your boyfriend someone who would be like I think you know when you've crossed a boundary you do and I, I think, think it's usually your own boundary because sometimes like say if your boyfriend is someone who's like oh I don't like you going out with lads it's no 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 don't yeah. like that and you're like okay well that's not a boundary I feel like I'm still being respectful to uh-huh. our relationship when I go out with my guy friends so. yeah that might be something that makes you uncomfortable, but it's not. But you have I don't feel like I'm crossing I'm a boundary. Crossing it, yeah. So that's where I think you have to find it within yourself to find your own boundaries and what mm-hmm. you're okay with. True. And you just know. You, you know, know when you're just being a bit like, oh. And I think sometimes it's that feeling of like, if I got caught, if someone could see my brain mm. or if someone could see me doing this act, I would be stung rotten. Like, I think like that's another thing she has to address is like, what's the level of secrecy here? Mm. Like, in the workplace if it's like now I'm not saying one is okay but like you know if it's a you know say you're flirting in work if it's a thing that you're flirting and like everyone is seeing it that's not as much of a level of secrecy but if it's a like you're talking on slack yeah or like you've migrated to whatsapp or, or you're deleting messages on whatsapp big if you're deleting anything full or stop, you have his name in a something else or you know yeah. just those or, kind of things where you're covering your tracks yeah. i think that's definitely track covering that's you realizing that you're crossing a boundary and you're yeah. trying to cover it up if you can like look at like your conversation if you are like chatting on slack in the office or whatever like and if you're like, if my boyfriend read this right now, what would he think? Like, you know, like there's been times where I'm like, oh dear God, this is definitely crossed the boundary here. I think it's that feeling of like someone's looking over your shoulder if you're typing yes. away and you're like, if someone came and saw this, they'd already go mad. Or if it's a thing of like, if I tell my friends this, I'm so far down the rabbit hole that they're like, hold on, what? You've been keeping this for how long? You know, that I way, know. like if it's something that like you don't feel you can even really confide in your friends, then it's like, eek, okay. Yeah. It's because you're afraid of the mirror being held up to you and you're well, afraid of saying you it. Know knowing in your gut just as much as you know if this is a real fancy from your gut you will know if you're crossing boundaries and if yeah. you're being a cheeky little bitch and I think you know just to get, help you configure this I think by writing into us we always say it sometimes people kind of answer their own questions and you know the the looking for an answer from people you don't know sometimes I remember like I've done from googling how normal is it to fancy someone else when you're in a relationship oh my god do you know what I mean so never like, google anything I flipping was googling yesterday I was like oh Jesus <laughs> what's wrong with me but I literally googled that and it's like sometimes when that's staring right back at you on your computer screen you're like okay there's nothing normal about this I need yeah. to fucking sort it out so like sometimes when you're like looking everywhere for the normality or for someone to be like don't worry it's completely normal well, sometimes it's annoying because you're just enjoying both like I you're know. enjoying the comfort of your boyfriend but you're also enjoying just being a bit crazy flirtatious in work yeah and you're fancying him as well and you're just like oh 
can't this just be normal? I know. But <laughs> so I can continue doing this. But I think the problem with continuing with this like quote unquote normality, whatever, mm. is that if you're going to continue indulging in this, it will probably get deeper and it could become a physical thing and then you're it's having gonna hurt some someone kind of affair or yeah. whatever it's gonna hurt or else he'll some get point. hurt the guy in work because or you're you're hurting now you know what i mean like that's what you have to think of like yeah. don't only think of like obviously it's a terrible if you hurt the guy in work or your boyfriend but like right now you're in emotional pain and you're in emotional turmoil and like that kind of like uh, feeling is just anxiety and mm. like and confusion it's oh. a really annoying place to be because you can be like just so confused and yeah. not knowing what the route is you can be like i don't know if he's the one the work guy is the mm. one i want to be with but maybe i'm just why am i flirting it could just be such a muddled mess yeah so sometimes you just need to like clear your head and sometimes what you need for that is a bit of space from both and finding how you heal best like some people mm. like I would definitely be like that you said someone who needs to when I'm finding like fighting confusion and just not knowing what I'm wanting yeah. I'll like literally get out down my pen and paper yeah and write it out and get it out of mm. my brain because your brain can be so overwhelmed with like all the different possibilities and all that kind of stuff and um so you need to find what works for you yeah in terms of like getting yourself straight I would I would advise you to like go to your closest friend who you know can kind of fucking listen and they sometimes like a, an impartial ear can just help you figure out these things because your friend can just help you be like okay because like because they're not in it yeah and you're so like and anyway so then like Michael came in and he was so flirty and oh my god he looked so good and your friend's like okay shut the fuck up about your fella that you fancy in work what's going on with you and your even boyfriend? someone who you're not super super close to because sometimes if you've been with this guy say for a lot to, a long time mm. I find that like if your friend. I think sometimes they can have their back kind of yeah they find it hard to it was handy when you with your ex because like he wasn't really implemented in in our friend group as much so or my life so when you came I wasn't like ah he's gonna be fucked yeah (laughs) oh my god you know I have to tell his friend now yeah I think yeah definitely choose someone who has your back like a good friend who's just a bit maybe out of the relationship not maybe you know doesn't know him that well so yeah yeah, is on your kind of your friend will help you from experience kind of go through and then also sometimes those conversations can help you realize like that's what happened with me like I was telling Lindsay one story and then like the actual problem was a whole different story that only came from me talking to my friend about Mm -hmm. it I was like holy shit there's all these other problems in my relationship that I wasn't even aware of that have nothing to do with this other situation you know that way so they can help you bring things to light and sometimes you can't do that yourself you need the back and forward of someone who's like can ask the right questions to be like you know are you two on the same page still and all that kind of shit so yeah you need to find your own way whether it's a friend or because sometimes yeah like I'll get out a pen and paper and I'm like I don't even know where to start yeah yeah <laughs> there's so much in my brain that I'm confused about but um let us know how you get on let us know and... but in conclusion I don't think fancying I think there's just so many different levels of fancying but I don't I think it is normal I think fancy, it's normal to fancy but recognize the boundaries knowing the boundary and the boundary is usually like the level of secrecy and do you care would you care if someone else found this out would it be a big deal and is it intensifying yeah is, is it, it like it started off with a little chit chat and now you're 24 7 sitting beside each other yeah. and known as the work duo yeah is it getting more intense because mm-hmm. that is the sign that, that's like, a pass then yeah because like you can always find something that goes nowhere and you're like oh they're a head wrecker and yeah be like oh my god I used to find <laughs> what the hell <laughs> yeah for like a week but if it's like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and it's getting more and more intense and like the pattern is changing that it yeah. used to be 
like you'd go for group lunches and now you're just the two of you going mm. for lunches. So or you're like making sure to go for lunch with them and all that kind of shit. Recognize so. those patterns and your boundaries grow. Okay, gals, we'll be back next week with another episode. Yes. Hopefully I'll have an even more healed knee. Oh, fingy quasi girl. <laughs> Slut dropping on stage. I know. <laughs> so yeah, check out our merch, check out our YouTube and we will have a juicy episode for next week. Bye guys. We the ish girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig girl. Like boom. Sick kombucha for your womb. Honestine squad link up. It's like boom. The girls be giving you vibes. Tune it, chill out and feel good inside. Like When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.